0: Hey guys, it's your girl Ty, and welcome to a new episode of the Normal Black Girl Podcast. This episode is coming in a little late. It was supposed to be released on Sunday, you guys know. Sundays, 8pm Eastern Standard Time. However, life has been life. Y'all know how it goes, not everything is going to go as scheduled. So here I am catching up and getting back into routine. So today we're going to talk about the art of reinvention. Reinvention is, of course, to remake or make over, as in a different form. Anything can be reinvented, including yourself. So with this podcast, I'm going to talk about the reinvention of yourself. Because that's what I'm going through. I'm trying to reinvent myself into a form that, you know, I can love more, I can cherish more, I can, you know, be more... Or seek more approval for the actions that I take from myself. Not seeking approval from other people like I used to, but approval from myself. Am I letting myself down? Am I making myself proud? So, let's get into it. You guys know how I do. So, nine habits that I've told myself to quit in order to reinvent myself, and And which can lead to me living my best life or a better life than I was before. So the first one is stop comparing yourself to others. Everybody has their own timeline. Yes, you got some people who, you know, are making it big at 20. And you got others who are just hitting big or making financial, the best financial decisions at 50 years old. So everyone has their own timeline. You got to focus on you and what's best for you. And you can't compare your journey to somebody else's. Also, don't get caught up in self-doubt. If something doesn't work out, that just means it's not the perfect timing for you. That doesn't mean you did anything wrong. Or if you feel like you did, what steps can you take or what notes can you take to where when you revisit You don't repeat the same mistakes, but don't ever doubt yourself. We all hold a power within ourselves to where we can prosper. But we have to really engage in that power. And that comes from being able to get to know ourselves. And that is going to be followed up if you have self-doubt. We can be our own biggest haters. We, like, I would say the best example that I tell people... I have this one friend who's like, you know, I got a feeling that every time I go somewhere, somebody's always talking about me. Everywhere I go, like, I feel like somebody's talking about me. We got to be so, we got to stop being in our own heads. Because, yes, this may be true, but at the same time, like, ain't nobody fucking thinking about you. And that's why I had to tell them, like, not to be rude or anything, but what makes you think Out of all things in the world that people could be going through, that they're so focused on you. To where now it's really messing with your mental. To where you're always perceiving that somebody is talking about you. Like, so let's stop being our biggest haters. And stop self-reflecting off of other people. But honestly, after sitting down with that friend and letting them know, like, you gotta get out your own head, like... You can't sit here and think everywhere you go, somebody is talking about you. Because that, yes, it may be true, but it's not all the time. Like, stop, get get out your own head. So don't get caught up in self-doubt. Also, stop being overly judgmental with yourself, with other people, with other things or your actions. Don't be overly judgmental. You don't like being judged. Nobody else does. Stop also making these judgments on your actions before you can see them through. So what I mean by that is, I'm not going to do that because that's going to be a waste of my time. How do you know that? You ain't even started the first steps yet. How do you know that? Also, I had to stop living an unhealthy lifestyle, which is still hard. I still struggle with eating out a lot, but I make sure when I'm um, eating out, it is something healthy. I work two jobs. I know I keep saying this, but I do. I work two jobs, so I'm always on the go. Like, I'm always on the go. I When I'm home, when I get home, my first shift starts at 6 a.m. My second shift doesn't end until... 10 p.m. at night so I'm gone over 12 hours from my home so either I'm packing my lunch I'll pack my lunch or I'll get a salad from Chick-fil-a or something and go from there but I try to pack my lunch and eat healthy but it's hard to pack lunch for two jobs and keep them cool Especially if one job is 12 hours, the other one is only four because it's part-time. But still, like, keeping stuff in a car, I probably could invest in a cooler. Also, I try to go early in the mornings to the gym before work. So I go at 5 a.m., and if it's a day in which I don't have to work my second job, I'll go after work on my first job when I get off at 5 p.m. So definitely living an unhealthy lifestyle can block can block you from living the best life that you have for yourself. Trying to please everyone yo I can relate to this one and this is why I had like so many exclamation points beside this particular habit out of the nine so number five stop trying to please everyone I feel like a lot of the decisions that I made was to please my family like trying to prove them wrong trying to make them you know see that you know, I'm not a fuck-up. Like, just because we got a lot of fuck-ups in our family, I'm not gonna be one of them. Y'all not gonna talk shit about me. And it came to the point of where I stopped pursuing things that I wanted to pursue because I decided to pursue subjects or topics or things that I thought would please my family, my friends, or other people, strangers, like... No, the only person that you need to please in this lifetime is yourself you know if you have kids you want to make sure that they're proud of you but at the same time like your kids are going to be proud of you regardless as long as you're doing the right thing and they see that you're doing the right thing and you're choosing the right things for yourself because like I said in a previous podcast when you make positive decisions for yourself it is like a downfall. Like, it's like a downhill effect. Not a downfall, but a downhill effect. You make positive decisions for yourself, those positive decisions will tumble down to your family and cover them as well. So stop trying to please everyone, y'all. Whoever's listening to this, I know if you're anything like me and you're listening to this podcast, Stop trying to please everyone. It is okay to fuck up. I tell y'all this all the time. We all have fucked up. It is okay. It's okay. Avoiding negativity. Number six, avoiding negativity. It takes too much energy to be negative. It does. It takes way too much energy to be negative. I'm going to tell y'all an instance. secret between me and (laughs) y'all. Even though I got like over 500 listeners. Like a secret between me and y'all. Alright, so I got an inbox a couple months ago from this guy that I used to talk to like years ago. Years ago. And he was like, you know, I was just thinking about you and... You know, I miss you, and I want to get to, like, I miss you, and I was wondering if you miss me. And I'm like, huh? It really, I just, like, my exact response was, well, I wasn't expecting this message this morning, but good morning. And it was surprising because this guy is in a relationship. Now, y'all know how men can be. All men cheat. We're not going to put it to a color or a race. All men cheat. Okay? But after he said what he was saying as the conversation went, I knew he... Last time... Because I'm not really big on social media anymore. Like, I'll go on Facebook and check, like, my Normal Black Girl Podcast Facebook page. Or I'll scroll a little bit. But... I knew i have seen a post with him, you know, with his girlfriend, but you know, things happen. I try to mind my own black ass business. So if they broke up, you know, I, I don't know, whatever. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe they broke up or something. So I'm like, yeah, okay, that's cool. You know, he's like, yeah, he's like, I wouldn't mind getting with you again, but I'm in a relationship and I couldn't, that would be a hard pill to swallow y'all instantly the old tie would have been like so why are you in my inbox like what was the whole purpose of you saying all of that this morning but i was just like well i'm happy to hear that you know you're in a relationship and i hope that you all continue to be blessed throughout the relationship and I told him he deserves love. And to treat the young woman how she how he would want to be treated. So, and I left it at that. Because it could have been this whole big thing. Y'all know how some people can be on social media or they be blasting their inboxes. It, it's, that's just too much. I don't do drama. I don't. I don't like it. It's too, like, I guess growing up in a toxic household as far as, like, with my father and my mother. Like, luckily, like I tell everybody, for my great-grandmother, if it wasn't for my great-grandmother, I would not be half the person I am today or half the woman I am today. My great-grandmother raised me along with my father. She stopped him a lot of times for being verbally abusive towards me. And she showed me how to love people for and take people for who they are, you know. But when she passed away, it's like I backpedaled because I was stuck with my father, and you know, I, I, I learned all these bad traits and habits. And now I'm just really trying to tap into who I am and who my grandmother raised me to be because that's who I am. So being negative is just yeah we all get frustrated even when i get frustrated i try to get quiet so if you hear me get quiet like i tell you if i'm quiet like it's because i'm really trying to realign myself because i'm like 0.5 seconds from going off and y'all about to bring that other side that that, that real like if it's some if it's any capricorns out there y'all know how we get down like we can be the nicest person ever But just don't fuck with us. Like, for real. Like, because we don't bother nobody. We don't. As far as I've known as Capricorns, any Capricorns that I've met, male, female, we really are nice people. We are, once you get to know us, you'll see our goofy side. But if you hear, if you see a Capricorn get quiet, they about to fuck shit up in like five seconds. I promise you. (laughs) Like, five seconds, bro. So just try not to be negative or involve yourself in negativity. It can be hard. And sometimes you might slip up. It's been some times where your girl has slipped up where I didn't have to cuss a couple motherfuckers out. Sometimes you just got to let people have it. But after that, you know, I just, whew, woosaw real quick. Got that over with. We going to go on to the the next topic. Well, with that being said. Holding grudges. We gotta stop holding grudges, y'all. Grudges that don't it's not you're not affecting the person that you're holding a grudge against. They're going on living with their life. Let let that hurt go. It's hard, it's hard. You might have to go to therapy. You might have to journal. You may have to make a podcast like me. Find something. To where you your mind is not concentrated on that. you gotta let that go for yourself. Holding a grudge is not holding back anybody but yourself. It's hard like I've held grudges. I've held grudges. And I like to say that I don't still have a grudge out, but I do, but it's very personal as far as like family related. And this person is dead and gone. You know, they pay the ultimate price. Look, my grandmother used to say, you know, you got to let it go. They pay the ultimate price, which we all will one day. But it's just the fact of like when somebody is supposed to, especially, you know, you have one grandmother, you think all of them will be the same and they're not, you know, it's hard You know, it's hard. You know, you see you have, like, I have two grandmothers. And it's crazy because they're my great-grandmothers who protected me throughout my whole journey of life. And my actual grandmothers weren't half the women that they were, you know. So it's like, I hold that grudge with one of my grandmothers. Well, both of them actually, but one more than the other. Because I expected more. Out of this one in particular because they were so hard on me, but you couldn't be the same woman that you wanted me to be. So you know how can that be? Like that's a that's a double standard. How can that's hypocrisy? How you gonna talk shit to me and I'm learning and I'm growing in life, but yeah, you have grown already. You have been through this shit, but instead of guiding me properly, you you know what I'm saying? But. That's a different subject for a different day and I'm still working on to release that. So, I tell people all the time, don't hold on to grudges. Like, I'm really trying to let this one go. I am cuz I know it's blocking me. I know it's blocking me, but it's like it's hard. It's so hard for this particular grudge and I don't know why. Like, I like to think that I let it go, but when I talk about it, like I can feel myself tensing up and that's how I know I didn't let it go no matter how many therapy sessions I have with my therapist or how many times I journal, I try to let go, I meditate. Like, this one, I guess because the hurt, it hurt me in my soul. You know what I'm saying? It hurt me deep in my soul to be betrayed by this person. And it's like they couldn't come to my defense when I needed them to the most in my life. And, you know, it's crazy. And it's not like no type of situation where abuse was involved. You know, I know that's a sensitive talk of it for a lot of my, visit, my listeners. So I'm not going to get into that because I didn't experience any type of sexual abuse, but verbal abuse. You know, I see with this person, this is where my father got it from because that's how they were taught. But it's like, if I did good, we were good. If I fucked up, like I was a teenager. I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. I was a teenager. I took my grandmother's car to go smoke weed. The grandmother I'm talking about, I have a grudge with. Went to go smoke weed. Probably why I don't smoke weed like that to this day because I got PTSD. Not even gonna lie, that shit scarred the fuck out of me. I've been a straight A student all my life in high school went and used my grandmother's car I was supposed to be going to get my book back from my dad's house to go to school the next day which I was but in the meantime I stopped at a friend's house and we were smoking weed and we were just high as fuck you know having a good time and so pretty much I ended up getting kicked out my dad kicked me out like not not like no regular parent like you get grounded you know you get like this is when my great-grandmother had passed so the one that was actually helping me raise raise me with my father, this was after she had passed. And he kicked me out, you know, I'm still in high school, I ain't even graduated yet. So I had to go actually live with my mother's mother. Long story about that as well, as far as me not being able to live with my mom. Pretty much because of a man, you know, they didn't have room, whatever. It's what it is. But I'm a teenager in high school, about to graduate, get kicked out of my dad's house for going to smoke weed. Which is a double standard because my dad actually smokes weed. So I was just like, what the fuck? So pretty much she sat back and let it all happen. She didn't. But then when, you know, I started doing good, got into college and stuff like that. She was like, yeah, I never meant for your dad to kick you out, you know. I didn't think he was going to kick you out. So why didn't you stop him? Why didn't you stop him? It was my first question to her. Well, why did? what stopped you from stopping him? And she ain't say nothing. She was like, the only thing she could say was it wasn't my place. I had to let him be a parent. All right. So what stopped you from being a parent was my next question. That's your son, right? So what stopped you from being a parent and helping him make the best decision for his children? Because she did it to my dad when he was little. She kicked him out when he was only nine years old. And he was raised by my great-grandmother. So, she didn't have an answer. And I'm going to be real with y'all. And I know this is, like I said, this podcast is to be very transparent as a black woman. What we go through as women, like we all know that. As far as when it comes to, you know, certain black households, I've seen where people say, like, they treat the the daughters, you know, we we're raised in survival mode versus the men. You know, some men, most men are raised in a love, you know, they can they can fuck up. They can go back home. My dad was one of them. Like he could fuck up. He fucked up so bad so many times, but was never kicked out. He always, you know, he was never kicked out by my great-grandmother. So I couldn't understand how somebody that was raised by the same person that raised me. And I only fucked up this one time. I was kicked out. So I couldn't wrap my head around it. But like I said, all of this made me for who I am. And it was crazy being—I wouldn't say I was on the street because I technically wasn't—but I literally had to learn how to survive. Like, I'm thankful for my cousin Jarrell. Like, we were staying in my in his student apartment, you know, both of us. Before I could even get in my student apartment when I was going to college, after staying with my other grandmother, I had left there because pretty much that was an alcoholic household. I couldn't stay there long. So I shout out to my cousin, Jarrell, who opened his door for me when I needed it the most then until I was able to get my own student apartment. And I ended up doing the same thing for him when he needed it. So I tell people, like, yeah, it's hard to let go of grudges because that one instance was a downfall for me. That kept going for a long time. Like it kept going for a long time. But I knew it's because I had so much hatred. Like hate is a very strong word, but I literally hated this woman. I'm still at the point now to where I can say I didn't hate her. But I very this I love her cause she was my grandmother, you know. But I have a strong emotion that it's not good when I think about her or what you know what all you know I had to go through just because of she couldn't stick up for me and be the grandmother that I wanted needed her to be but I just want to give y'all a moment to understand why that's on my list and why it's so important to me to put that on the list because that is something I'm still working for towards to let go of that one grudge it is it's I can see the finish line but it's like I gotta get there I gotta get there next number eight stop making excuses I understand you know we all are tired you know we get tired some things just don't get done but don't continuously make excuses. It's okay, you know, if you miss something because, you know, I wasn't feeling good that day. But don't let it always be an excuse for why you can't achieve something, why you can't attend something. Stop. Like, put a stop to it. Put a stop to it. Do what you got to do. Sometimes you just got to do it. Like, right? with me, with this podcast episode, I don't know what it's been like. Last episode was late, I want to say. This episode is uh, two days late, y'all. And I can say, oh yeah, because it's our work or whatever. Or you know, literally Sunday came and I had volunteered for overtime. I had picked up a shift at one of my jobs. Because I'm usually off on the weekends. I'm trying to gain some extra money. In August, I'm supposed to go to London. You know, I'm trying to plan a trip to go see my best friend in June. Or July, maybe June, I'm going to go to New York. Um, in July, I do want to go to Texas and look around to some places in Texas. Uh, and, you know, August, go to London, look around, hopefully find a job in London. If I can find a job in London to where they'll, you know, work on my work visa with me. Or they'll pay for my work visa and give me housing and stuff like that. Your girl will be off to London. It's really the goal here. It's really my biggest goal. But, so I've been picking up extras to shifts. And I was, I was tired as hell. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I was tired as hell. I got up at 5. I went in at 6. I was tired. So when it got time to do my podcast, I was like, damn. You know, I should have did this Saturday. To where I could pre-schedule it to be released, you know, by Sunday at 8. Which I usually do. But Saturday I went to the North Carolina Hippie Fest that was in Salisbury. It was lit, y'all. I'm not even a lot of y'all with my cousin Bethany. I recommend anybody, if you're in North Carolina, or if the Hippie Fest comes to your state, attend it. It was so great. I got me two stone necklaces one was la paz and the other one is actually let me look here la paz, and my other one is a rose quartz stone And, of course, you know, with La Paz, it's for protection, peace, self-awareness, compassion, creativity, communication, insomnia, and depression. So, it's used to treat, of course, insomnia, depression, give you proper communication, open up your creative mind. And for rose quartz, dang, where did my stones go? my bad y'all got distracted but for rose quartz we know of course it still has some of the same properties as the La Paz. so it does have protection it brings you peace um it's supposed to be like a healing crystal for unconditional love Uh, It gives you strong vibrations of love, support emotionally, and, you know, give relationship healing. It's supposed to inspire compassion, boost feelings of peace and calmness. So I love those two gems. Those gems spoke the most to me when looking them over. You know, there was a lot of selections there. And when looking all of them over, I just, you know, which ones speak the most to me is what I found. And those two, you know, it navigated my hand to them. Not gonna lie to you. Because your body knows what you need the most. Your body, your mind, your soul knows what you need the most. And so that's what guided me to it. Last but not like least, number nine out of the nine habits to quit procrastination gosh y'all i struggle with procrastination oh my gosh i think we all do in these days and time procrastination has been my biggest habit over all these years like i'm literally a last minute worker like, i can do my best work last minute i've done 10 page papers the day that it's due with like two hours before it's due and make an a but it, it the amount of stress that it caused me was not worth it and I just be like damn why didn't I do this like a page a day like it was due a whole I had a whole week to do this why did I wait last minute because I was always telling myself you know oh I get it done I'll do a page tomorrow Oh, I can do two pages tomorrow. Oh, I can do you know you, you do that. Oh, I can get it done tomorrow. It'll be all right. I can do it tomorrow. It'll be all right. You know, I can I can do it tomorrow. It'll be all right. <laughs> and you know, I would get it done and I get an A. And then sometimes I get it done and I wouldn't fucking pass. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, damn, next time, you know. But it's the fact of like, it's not good. <laughs> it's very, it's really not good. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good at all. I still struggle with it. I do. I do. It's right there with the holding grudges. I struggle with it. It should be kicking my ass. But, you know, I'm trying. I'm really trying. That's all we can do, y'all, is try. I'm not going to say that each one of these habits, you're going to be able to quit overnight. Because you're not. You're not. But at least it's the attempt to try. That's the thing. You got to attempt to do these things. And be consistent in your attempt, your attempts. Don't just like, oh, well, I tried, but it didn't work out for me. Like, well, how long did you try? This is what you got to ask yourself. Well, how long did I really try to cut this bad habit? But yeah. So yes, guys, that's my nine habits to quit in order for you to live your best life. So I say again, you know, one, stop comparing yourself to others. Two, don't get caught up in self-doubt. Three, stop being overly judgmental. Four, stop living an unhealthy lifestyle. Cut back on that McDonald's, you You know, those salads that Chick-fil-A be busting, salads that Zaxby's, know that fried chicken salad is very tempting. It almost got me one day. Get you some grilled chicken. Stop at Smoothie King. It's it's alternatives out there. We just gotta... We got it, But, you know, fast food, quick and easy. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. Number five, stop trying to please everyone. Six, do not get yourself involved in negativity. No, 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 no. Take the upper route. Take the upper route. It's hard. Times you gotta go below the belt, but... Bring yourself back. Bring yourself back. Seven, stop holding grudges. Eight, stop making excuses. And last but not least, number nine, let's not procrastinate. Let's get it done. Give ourselves time to get it done. Make a proper schedule. Break down your day. Break down your day. But again, thank you guys for tuning in to the new episode of the art of reinvention and i hope to to see you guys on the next normal podcast or my bad y'all the next episode of the normal black girl podcast which will be released on time on sunday at 8 p.m eastern standard time again thank you so much for the support guys shout out to my new listeners to my dedicated listeners who's been here since day one I appreciate every single one of you guys. And also, YouTube is up under the Normal Black Girl Podcast. I will be releasing new episodes for YouTube on Sundays by 10 p.m. So be patient with your girl. We're, We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. See you guys at the next one.